Hello and welcome. You're listening to Amanda's Altar, a positively pagan podcast. I'm Amanda, an 18-year-old pagan and obviously a big fan of alliteration. So, um, wow. Welcome to episode one. Um, so the topic for today is different types of paganism. Um, but before I start, I wanted to give you guys a little more background information about myself. I've been interested in paganism since fifth grade, but only really gotten into it in the last couple years or so, um, due to a lack of resources and materials and a very Catholic grandmother who actually totally okay with the altar in my room, but I didn't think she was going, you know, that sort of thing. Um, let's see. Well, I'm, the reason I'm making this podcast actually is because when I was younger and not really able to find much out aside from stuff from the internet, I really could have used something like this and I didn't actually know that there were podcasts out there. So if you're a younger pagan like I was and you've managed to, well, still am, and you've managed to find this, good. And um, just to let you know, there are a bunch of other wonderful podcasts out there. Go listen to them. Learn. That's the best advice I can give you is just learn. Get all the information you can, figure out how it relates, and apply it, and, you know. Because when I was younger, I was kind of, you know, fluffy, pagan, or whatever. Um, and i kind of an idiot sometimes, because I just was completely ignorant, and ignorant to the point where I was not aware of my own ignorance. But I'd like to say that I know a little bit more now, and I'm glad about that. Um, so... Yeah, I guess I'll get started now. Um, this is actually the first time I've made a podcast. Yeah. So the topic for today was going to be different types of paganism. And the main difference it different like the main way to categorize it is there's traditional paganism and then there's neo-paganism. And traditional paganism is like older, it's sometimes it's based on Celtic or European beliefs. Um can also include like ceremonial magic and eastern religions and sometimes tribal religions or older things like that um and then neo-paganism it literally translates to new paganism um it places an emphasis on an emphasis on returning to nature and it mostly came to the limelight when gerald gardner came out as wiccan um and while wicca is the most widely known form of neo-paganism it's not the only form um, as for modern witchcraft, there's five main types. There's occult, which is generally defined as, um, the search for forbidden or hidden knowledge, and I'm, that's not quite my cup of tea, um, so I don't really know that much about it, and I will admit to my own ignorance there. Then there's syncretic, um, paganism, which is a blend between pagan and non-pagan beliefs. For example, a Christian witch might fall into this category. Um, they basically believe in pagan gods, but also believe in the Christian god, and their way they worship is kind of a mix of the two. So that could be considered syncretic. Another type is folkloric. Um, this is based on legends and traditions of the past and like cultural traditions. A good example of this would be um, in Europe, they still celebrate May Day. Um, which is not a common thing in America, but, um, basically they, um, observe older traditions on that day and, like, they dance around a maypole and I've never actually celebrated it, but I've always wanted to go to Europe on that day and celebrate, I just haven't yet because, you know, I'm only 18. Um, 
Another type is reconstructed, which basically they're constructing beliefs based on literature, art, and archaeology of like particular people. So, for example, someone who worships the Greek gods based on the way ancient Greeks did would likely fall into this category. Another type is um, eclectic. This is actually the type category that I fall into. Um, it's a more personal, experimental form of paganism, and they basically pull different things from different traditions. For example, I'm an eclectic pagan and I worship Artemis, but I also pay tribute to other gods and I usually celebrate the Wiccan holidays. Um, some specific well-known traditions that fall into one of these five categories or traditional witchcraft would be Wicca, um, which is, it went public in the 50s thanks to Gerald Gardner and he wrote a book and then it's kind of spawned this whole like there are several traditions that kind of came out of it there's alexandrian wicca dianic wicca kemetic wicca and a bunch of other ones and wiccans generally um they use specific tools like an athame or chalice um and they usually have certain ritual rituals and ceremonial magic that kind of carry through from tradition to tradition um Generally speaking, they celebrate Sabbaths or holidays, which are usually based on the wheel of the year and the changing of the seasons. Um, I actually started off as Wiccan, um, and then later on when I learned more, I kind of decided that wasn't the best path for me. But that's actually the one I'm mostly well-versed in. Um, basically, the way it works is they have a lord and a lady, and they go through different changes throughout the seasons. and most of their sabbats are based on celebrating those traditions or those um transitions um another type would be druidism which is largely based on older celtic practices and like society during the iron age and like wicca it includes rites and rituals and they celebrate the seasons also um a third type would be asatru i can't pronounce it it's a s a t r u sorry um, it's a type of reconstructed paganism based on Nordic and Germanic paganism of, like, long ago. And it's also sometimes referred to as heathenry. Another type would be Hellenism, which is also a form of reconstructed paganism. It's based on Greek society and religion, and it worships the Olympian gods, and it includes ceremonies and offerings. Um, yet another type, because there are so many types, is Kemetism. Kemetism. It's reconstructed from ancient Egyptian beliefs, um, and it also has branched out to include other African religions sometimes. They actually have very diverse practices, but it generally comes in three main subsets. Orthodox Kemetism, um, Black Kemetism, which isn't like black magic or anything like that, that's just the name they gave it because it was most commonly practiced by black people, um, especially black people in America. And the third type is Neo-Atonism. It's a newer form of Kemetism. Um, and then I want to say a little bit here about um, native and tribal religions. Um, generally, indigenous, indigenous people had many um, practices and like had their own beliefs and faiths. And then white people kind of came in and stole their land and stomped out that society. So there's not a lot known about them. And... More often than not, nowadays, they practiced more of a closed culture, 
which basically means if you're not born Native American, they don't really want you getting involved or like stealing their practices or culture or like misappropriating it. Like, um, for example, the tribal headdress that they wear, specifically Native Americans though, their headdress is actually kind of the same thing as a medal of honor for someone who served in war. So when white people dress up as that for Halloween, it's very offensive to them. Um, because most of the time their beliefs were stamped out and their people were enslaved or killed or people tried to Christianize them and force them to leave behind their cultures. So obviously there's going to be a lot of animosity now. Um, so not a lot is readily available to the public to learn about them. So I really don't have that much to say other than that Christopher Columbus kind of sucked. Um, and then another form that I want to talk about is Satanism. Um, this became public in 1966 when the Church of Satan was officially formed. Um, and its two major subsets are theistic Satanism, which ha represents Lucifer as an actual deity and a patriarch. And then there's atheistic Satanism, where Satan is really only symbolic of, like, the darker parts of human nature. There's actually a huge debate about whether or not this can be considered paganism, because some people feel that since it's based on a deity from the Christian Bible, it shouldn't really be considered pagan. And then others feel that since it isn't one of the main three religions, Christianity, Judaism, or Islam, and since it's also kind of marginalized, that it should count as pagan. I'm not really sure where I fall in this debate, but the way I see it, I'm not satanic, I don't practice satanism, so if they want to be considered paganism, or if they want to be considered a form of paganism, more power to them. If they don't, okay, that's fine by me. It doesn't really concern me. Um... Generally, though, defining religions is rather opinion-based, and it's kind of a touchy subject. It's hard to define religions that you're not really a member of, or to determine, like, what would count as pagan. Um, and I just want to finish by saying that if I didn't mention your specific tradition or religion, I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep this to under 30 minutes, <laughs> so I couldn't really by any means cover everyone's specific faith. Um, especially considering all the different ways different people can define paganism. Like, some people refine it, define it as um, just being very aware of earth and, like, nature, or just worshipping literally the earth, and then other people define it as worshipping things that represent the earth, and then other people kind of consider it and polytheism the same thing, whereas so long as you believe in more than one god, you're pagan. Um, and it's very opinion like everyone has their own idea of what makes a person pagan and like what isn't considered pagan and it's very what's the word it's all just specification of terms really so i just went back and edited everything and it was a lot shorter than intended also i must have said um at least 20 times so um there i go again Basically what I'm trying to say is, I'll do better next time. Also, if you have any questions or suggestions or topics you'd like me to cover, feel free to email me at mandalee96 at yahoo.com. That's M-A-N-D-A-L-E-I-G-H-9-6 at yahoo.com. 
or you could find me on Tumblr. Um, my URL is prettylittlewitch96. It's really not that hard to find, though I don't have a lot of followers. Um, but feel free to raid my ask or um, email me, either one. Because I'm very open to suggestion and not exactly sure what direction I intend to go in with this. So, yeah. I hope you have a good day. And I hope you enjoyed listening. So, um, just go forth and learn. Thank you.